0: Coming up, I'm gonna be talking about a brand new sports streaming service, which is gonna be bundled with Disney Plus. Also talking about some more Avatar sequels. But before we go any further, make sure you do hit that subscribe button to keep up with the latest Disney Plus news. Hi, it's Roger here from what's on at DisneyPlus.com. A quick Disney Plus news roundup. Let's start off talking about a brand new streaming service, which is gonna be launching in the United States. This coming fall, and it's being put together by three major companies. So Disney's ESPN will be teaming up with Fox along with Warner Brothers Discovery. And they're gonna be creating a new untitled streaming service which is just for sports. It's gonna be um, available through a bundle um, through Disney Plus, Hulu and Max. Don't know if it's gonna be like available the content through it or if it's just going to be part of a bundle um, so this new like streaming service is a way of kind of combining the sports from all three companies they're all going to have a third stake in it so this is their new way of kind of essentially offering like cable lights so you get access to lots of different sports so there's going to be um, NFL in there, there will be um, hockey, uh, basketball, there will be a whole host of uh, college sports and racing, all kinds of bits and pieces so this is going to be combining um, linear channels along with content from ESPN Plus, this is this is a big game changer, we've been hearing Disney's been wanting to launch a new like direct-to-consumer streaming service for ESPN. Now we don't yet know, it's not quite clear if this is that or if they're going to continue to do their own little thing as well. These deals are non-exclusive, none of the content on here will be locked on there, so that's one good thing. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see how all this comes out. We expect to hear more about this pretty soon. Um, it was all announced just ahead of today's quarterly results for both Fox and Disney. So we'll talk about that a bit more tomorrow. But yeah, so this is definitely some big, big news in the US sports side. So, how this, I, I'm clear if this will impact anywhere outside of the US. At the minute, it's just focused there. Um, No wording on pricing, Um, people are estimating maybe $30 to $50 a month for this because it's going to have so much sports on there and it's kind of like a cable light so if you don't have uh, cable and you want to watch like live feeds of these sports you're going to be able to access to it kind of weird I think in some ways of um, kind of launching this right now it is very much like a bundle it kind of feels like the the hulu sports version and um, we've seen how that went down but this is a little bit different because everything's a bit more licensed content. It will allow the three companies also to continue to get an income from cord cutters while not completely losing them, allows them then to compete with other companies like Netflix, Amazon and Apple because then the three of them can then kind of, a bidding on stuff but also together they've got a better chance of getting to a bigger audience which is what the, the, the sports leagues want as well. Yeah, this is all very interesting to see how all this is going to change, how much it's going to change before the fall. You know, is Disney still going to offer ESPN Plus? Is this still going to carry on with their plan? Or are they going to integrate it in with Disney Plus? More questions than there are um, answers at this point. It's definitely just very strange to see how this is coming together again, rebundling rather than kind of going separate. But they have maybe realized that going separate, they just can't compete with the big boys, they just do not have enough money. Now, ESPN on its own probably would have maybe stood a chance, but I think with having content from Warner Brothers Discovery and also Fox will give them um, a bit of an edge. Whether or not now Warner Brothers Discovery continues with their plan to launch the Bleacher Report as a paid add-on service within Max, that was set to launch at the minute, it's kind of free, whether or not they like pull back and go, no, we're just going to go all in on this new version, yeah, it's, it's... Definitely a big game changer. Was not expecting this. We know that Disney was looking for strategic partners for ESPN, and this might be that thing. You know, they wanted to look for people that could offer different alternatives, and yeah, now we've kind of got this like new streaming thing. We don't know what it's called, um, what it's going to be, how much it's going to cost, but the fact that they're going to be able to bundle it with Max and also with Disney Plus slash Hulu. Well, let's be honest, we're not quite sure what's going to be happening with Hulu by then, but. Yeah, by fall, I'm guessing it will be ready then for the, the college and the NFL return uh, for the new season. But yeah, so um, I don't know, very interesting to see how this comes together. Um, will it work? Will it not work? I don't know. It's Sports is a real strange thing because there's a lot of costs involved, but it's very expensive and that's why the rights go up. I think separating it away, not integrating it maybe like fully with Disney Plus or Mac, whichever way they did it, the cost would go up Um, and this is, yeah, it's gonna be that question of do you think it's worth it, it's gonna depend on your sports and what you're watching at the time but at least then it gives people an option, you know, if you don't, cable is going at some point and there's less and less people that are are leaving it and they aren't gonna be jumping in and getting YouTube and stuff so at least now they've got a a way of getting that money and keeping the customs and stuff. Will it work? I don't know. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how all this plays out. Obviously, the integration with Disney Plus, that's very important from our point of view. You know, is it going to be available within it, or is it just going to be like it is at the minute, like with a bundle? Who knows? I could definitely see them putting it in there so you get access to it. But, yeah, it's all a question of what's going on with this. But let us know what you think of the idea of Disney's ESPN teaming up with Warner Brothers Discovery and also Fox on this. But it's interesting as well, CBS was left out of this one, so we'll, uh, but who you knows, might be something that might change a bit later down the line. But let us know your thoughts on this in the comments below. Keeping on the sports theme, but one that I'm probably a little bit more better at, um, Rocket League. If you're a player of the game, um, from today there's a brand new limited event featuring the Mandalorian, and you can get new skins for um, your cars, and there's like banners and stuff, all kinds of bits and pieces, there's different bundles available. You've got lots of different cars of different styles, you've got one that's like the Mandalorian where he's then got like um, Grogu on the top There's one like uh, Bo-Katan Yeah, so just, you know, if you're into Rocket League definitely um, check this one out I don't know if these ones are gonna like pass over into that um, other rocket racing game that they recently launched Um, I haven't played Rocket League for a while but this is kind of, I might give it a go, might download it since it's free Um, Whether or not I buy these things, I don't know, I quite like the look of it but. Let us know, if you play Rocket League, let us know, are you going to be playing these and using the Mandalorian ones? It's not the first time we've seen um, Rocket League team up with Disney, Uh, recently they did something with cars, they've also done something with Nightmare Before Christmas and last year they did like a star wars droids one i think we're going to see more of this here and again there's all kind of in it just makes sense for them to kind of do these little skin stuff but let us know you're excited about this in the comments below let's now talk about avatar because this is a franchise that is going to continue to grow and grow obviously it got released back in 2009 and was a massive success and that set off james cameron the creator to come up with a a really big plan for the future. He planned multiple sequels and he started putting together the scripts and stuff. But due to delays and the purchase of Fox and all the rest of it, things kept pushing back. But eventually we saw the Way of Water release in 2022 and another massive big $2 billion plus movie. So a big success. At the time, they also filmed most of uh, the third film, and they've just gone back recently and just started um doing maybe some reshoots some extra things that they need to they also filmed some of the fourth film as well while they were filming the third one but they're looking to pick up the fourth filming once the third one comes out at the end of next year because there's going to be like a, a time jump and so therefore the kids will have grown up a bit so that will mean that it will fit in a little bit better and then there's going to be a fourth and a fifth film but also Um, James Cameron is also working on a 6th and a 7th film. He's already got ideas in place. He was at an event this past weekend in Los Angeles at the Saturn Awards and he spoke with people and he said "Yeah, he's coming up with the plans and stuff for this. Um, I think he's already said that he might not necessarily direct the 5th film and I think it's probably just simply time because that one's not due out I think until like 2031 now he's going to be 70 this year, so you know, it's just you know, you're playing a game with time, and time always wins. You know, by the time six and seven would come out, he'd be well into his 80s. Um, whether or not he can actually realistically do that, I don't know, so he might have to step back from being a director. But he, the way he looks at it, he kind of takes inspiration from Star Wars and, fran- and other franchises like. Uh, Star Trek where you know he says he's into something that he likes and you know, they've inspired him and he just wants to cr- keep creating in that universe so yeah, he's, it looks like he's gonna be just spending a lot of time in Avatar world in for a lot longer and I, I really enjoyed the two movies looking I, I've been meaning to wait and I am going to want to pick up the new video game I've been waiting till it came on sale a little bit because it's a little bit like 80 90 bucks I was like yeah I'm just gonna wait till that one drops a little bit more but I'm um, looking forward to playing that game But yeah, more Avatar films. Are you excited about the idea? This is a franchise that's definitely not going anywhere for a while. But maybe having them every two to three years is probably the best thing rather than going down the Marvel Star Wars route where they kind of shoved it in everywhere but i love to hear your thoughts on more avatar sequels let us know in the comments below in our question of the day which comes from brendan who says do you think it'll ever get to a point where disney only release movies straight to streaming and then maybe on a limited theatrical release at all 2023 wasn't a very good year for them in terms of box office numbers and even though we hope it will improve over time it might get to a point where all movie companies nowadays not just disney i think there's a couple of things to take away from here i think i think most of the big studios Are kind of focusing a little bit more on theatrical releases first because it makes money. The simple truth is if you put a film out um, in cinemas you are going to make some money. You put it out on streaming you might not necessarily do so. Netflix is going in a very different direction they just want to go all in on streaming. That's what they want and that's how they view it. That's their their business model. That's what it all is. The studios have had a theatrical model, some of them for a hundred years. They have been doing this. They know it works. Now, I do think in general, uh, box office numbers, I don't know if they're ever gonna go back to what they were years ago. Um, I think those big, big box office weekends and stuff, I just don't think we're going back in the same numbers. I think technology at home and just habits and stuff have just been broken, just don't need to. You know, you got a big flat screen TV and sound speakers and all the rest of it at home, you just don't necessarily need to. I don't think cinemas are as enjoyable as they, they used to be. And as time's gone on, it's just got easier to watch from home. So I don't think that's going anywhere and they're trying to adapt to it. But if you can make a few hundred million dollars or whatever it is for a film in cinemas, then then you get the digital release and then you get the streaming release. Most streaming movies that um, do really well generally get a theatrical release first. It's almost like advertising in advance. Um, It doesn't always work. I mean Argyle is one right now. hasn't done really that well at the box office. But I'm sure when it drops on Apple TV+, Plus, it'll get a little bit of a boost because it has been out in cinemas. Same thing with Killers of Flower Moon um, and Napoleon. Just, again, it's about making money. I do think we're definitely at a point now where maybe the the, the budgets of these films are going to be drastically reduced. Um, they're going to be starting to make some cuts, maybe they're going to be shorter, less special effects, less big names and stuff. Getting, I think we're going to see a course correction in the budgets because if you can trim off 50 100 million off those costs at the start that means then that you can make a lot better um, i think we are going to be seeing disney shifting away from streaming movies straight to disney plus because it just doesn't it just it's just not cost effective for them you know it's like you can put out a 20 30 million dollar movie if it makes you know 60 70 million it's all automatically and paid for, and then they get extra costs and stuff elsewhere. Just put that on streaming. Yeah, how many more sign-ups are you going to get? How many? Like, how, is there many people like not subscribing? Got very difficult. But I think there is a model in place for theatrical, and then digital, and then streaming. I think this one seems. I think that's the best way to go. But in some ways, it has to stick around a while. Can't just rush it. Can't just roll through and expect it all just to happen like this. It's going to take time and get people used to it. Netflix has its plan, but yeah, I'm sure we're going to start seeing a lot cheaper movies and maybe getting away from three, four-hour epics that uh, cost, you know, lots of special effects and stuff. Yeah. Look at Indiana Jones; they, they was probably that. In, there was a whole scene in where they were out in the sea. They didn't probably need to do that. They could have just gone straight to um, to the cave, and they could have cut that entire scene out and probably saved themselves a lot of money. But I'd love to know your thoughts on all this. Let us know any questions uh, for uh, tomorrow. I'll pick out the best one. Uh, it's gonna be, as I said, going to be the quarterly update later today, so therefore I'll be covering all of that tomorrow. So there should be lots of news, I hope, coming out of that one. But anyway guys, thank you very much for watching. Go check us out over at whatsondisneyplus.com, like, follow, and subscribe, and I shall see you guys soon. Later.